Welcome everybody to another episode of Games in Mass, the podcast where we are talking about all things board games, video games, and pop culture. On today's episode, we are joined by Cody. Thank you so much for joining us here. Um, Cody is a working actor. Um, I saw on your ta- on your bio, working actor, voiceover. Yeah, as yeah. well. Uh, just film, TV, film, TV. Trying to get more into voiceover. Okay, so, nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm very excited to to have you on here to hear about your story, about how you came into acting. And um, again, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for supporting. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe if you want to see more content. With all that being said, guys, grab a chair, pull up, uh, grab a chair, grab some dice, and accompany me a jugar. Cody, yes. Uh, thank you for for joining us. Yes, I'm of course. Very, I'm very excited here for, for joining for, us. As, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, you're 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 a famous actor. <laughs> uh, I like to think so. You're a famous actor. I don't know if, <laughs> relatively yeah. speaking, if I'm famous compared to some other actors out there. But uh, true, true. I mean, but, you know, I, as a, I, I'll say, I've this. done some things. You're the most famous one in this room right now. Oh, well, <laughs> well thank like, you. So thank I'll you. give you that. But uh, thank you again for joining us. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about your story. Of course. And um, I've never heard it. And I'm very excited to hear how you got into the world of acting, mm-hmm. why you chose acting, um, maybe some projects that you were in that you want to yeah. share, uh, maybe some that. Are coming up that you can share about that you didn't sign any NDAs about, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, your future. Like, what what does mm-hmm. the future hold for you? What where you see yourself moving on forward from here? Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, let's get into the icebreaker questions that we do here at Games Imas. Uh, two questions. Okay. Um, the first question is, what is your favorite board game of all time? And the second question is, what is your favorite video game of all time? Okay. And for those listening, um, I I, I want to expand upon the board game uh, question. Is that uh, board game is. Uh, I'm talking about all types of board games, so card games, dice games, um, party games, yeah. um, actual like hard strategic board games. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I, I engulf all that because people think, you know, when I ask that question, they're like, I don't know, Clue? I'm like, no, I'm like, <laughs> do you have any card games? Like, oh, I didn't know that was included. So, yes, I'm including all of that. Everything. Yes. And then when it comes to video games, if you don't have like a favorite console game or PC game, I'll include arcade games. So mm-hmm. you can, you know, Street Fighter for the arcade or some other um fun games that you played during growing up or even now, even if you have a favorite video game yeah. right now. So um, I'll let you take it away, Cody. Uh, what, okay. what, what is your favorite? Well, I'll start with board games. Now, I will say that I'm not as much of a board gamer. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, I would say if I had to pick, uh, probably Settlers of Catan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did play that with some friends, yeah. um, and I, I, I enjoyed that. But um, uh, I would say video, the video game question. Yes. Um, I relate to a lot more because okay. I'm still to this day a video gamer. Yes. Um, and if I had to pick, it's it's hard to pick the favorite, but I would probably have to go with uh, Final Fantasy VII. Oh, Final Fantasy VII for yeah. PlayStation. Yes. Okay. Um, and honestly, it's been interesting because they have the original. Yes. Um, but then recently the they were doing the remake and they turned it into a whole trilogy. Uh, have you met... Thomas Hagenau, you know who Thomas Hagenau yes. from our church? Yes. So I had him in the earlier podcast, uh-huh. um, the one before. And go check that guy's out. That one's a fun one. Um, his favorite video game is also Final Fantasy VII. Oh, nice. Yeah. His, yeah. His no, it would be a dream job to get like a voiceover in that. He was saying that to the city. Oh, he actually my has some friend, people that he's worked with. You know, the guy, the, the actor who plays the voice of Cloud, uh-huh. um, his name's Cody. And I'm like, like, I could have been a Cody. In, I, I could have been that Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does a great job. He, 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 the voiceover is great. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But I, but I would say that that game, um, both the original and I'd say the, the remakes are just brilliant. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't played the remakes. Um, and if you guys listened to the previous podcast, I'll probably reiterate what I said again is that uh, I've only played the old one. 
mm-hmm. and I never finished the old one. Um, oh, man. I just felt because it was too long. It was very long. <laughs> it's a very long. That's game. why they're able to turn it into a, <laughs> a yeah, trilogy, trilogy. Yes, yes, of yes. games, and they really expand it. So, Got you. so Got like you. the. Uh, um, and I get I'll ask this question because I asked Thomas this question, yeah. but um, you have, you've played the remake, the first part of the yes, movie? I have. Okay, so how do you actually feel, a couple times? How <laughs> do you feel about how they went from the old one, which was turn based combat? Mm-hmm. You're you know you're 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 taking your time to now it's more of like a button mashing kind of uh, yeah flashy everything everything. yeah i i actually think think they really um modernized the the combat in a really um unique way because it it is kind of more actiony and and like real time but it still involves strategy in like in the turn based mm-hmm. incorporated kind of into it. Okay. Uh, Cause when you go through certain commands, it'll slow the combat down oh, um, to where, t- why, where you can pick out different spells really? and different oh, things. Got you. Um, and I think you can tweak some of that in the menu as far as like, whether you want it to be a little more turn based or gotcha. a little more actiony. Okay. Um, and I, I just, I think it's really engaging and really? like, I think going back to strictly turn based that, that is uh, some people love it. Um, and I have no problem with it, but yeah. like I think, m- I think it was smart to kind of modernize it and and give people some more yeah. uh, options and uh, let it feel a little more right, fast-paced. right, right. Okay, interesting. Um, Did you yeah. enjoy any other Final Fantasy game uh, other than that? The and was there a close second that came to mind? Uh, for you? Let's see. You know, I would say, oh, man, what would be a, a close second? Because um, I played some of the later. I I haven't played all the series, You're right? But I think I remember enjoying, uh, actually, Final Fantasy VIII. I remember Eight? enjoying, okay, Squall. as well. Yeah, Squall yeah, yeah. and that that whole, um, and uh, I remember ten being ten good as well. Good one, yeah. Honestly, nine. I, like I like all of them. I don't know if I if I'm not. I'm not sure what I would pick as a close second because seven just stands so it's more so high out. Yeah. I know a a, a big um, one for a lot of people is six. Six. Um, I've never played before six. before seven. It, it went. 3D. Yeah. Um, so I'd be curious if they'd be able to like do a remake, remake? of that because I never played six. Yeah. Um, and I hear it's really interesting. Uh, yeah. Kind of brilliant. Yeah. I think I started. So I didn't start at seven. I started at ten. You started. So at I 10? played ten because that's okay. one of the second games I got for the PlayStation Two when mm-hmm. I was younger. I started playing it, but the funny thing about that game is that. When I first got my PlayStation 2, I didn't get the memory card. Oh. So I would play as far as I can. <laughs> oh, so then you'd be stuck. Yeah, yeah you couldn't I like, had to go start further. over. Yeah, I have to start oh. at the very beginning again. Oh, man. Because I wouldn't be able to save because I had no memory card. Yeah. So I'd get as far as I can in one night sitting, and then I was like, I'd go to bed. I'm like, oh, ah. man, I remember back in the day when it was like you you get like the passcodes for yes. Nintendo yep. and like to be able to, like, yep. that's how like yeah. the progress was yeah. saved. Yeah, exactly. It's, it was, yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a hassle. It was a hassle playing that. And like, I mean, I remember it kind of put me off on that game. So I'm like, man, I can't even save. I can't even play. But then I ended up getting a memory card afterwards. And, and then you could I actually. Di- I, yeah. And then I dove <laughs> yeah. into the game and was like, all right, let's play. Um, so yeah, it was, it was pretty funny play, playing that one. That was my first one. And I kind of went up after that. Uh-huh. And then I, I went, I think I stopped at 13. And okay. then after yeah. 13, I was like, let me go back to seven because everyone keeps raving about seven. Yeah. 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 And some somewhere in there, like 13, uh, it started to I to me those games weren't as good. Yeah. It started to get very linear and yep, yep. like some of the it just wasn't as engaging. And then yeah. I think fourteen was online and yeah. uh and then fifteen I think started to get a little back to how, how like, kind of the feel the, yeah, yeah. of it, but still modern. Yeah. And then uh sixteen was interesting. 
Um, I never played 16. Yeah, 16 okay. was very Game of Thronesy actually really? in terms of the story. Really? Yeah. yeah, I heard like you get like yeah, it's like a lot of betrayal in the beginning mm-hmm. or something like you get back. It's to very it. game, like yeah, it's game almost like ripping it off. Really? <laughs> um, uh, practically, but it, oh, it, that's a good one too. Interesting. But seven is definitely my, my seven. Okay, my so favorite. seven is your favorite one, and then Sailor's uh, Catan is would be your mm-hmm. your prime prime board game. Yeah. Um, let's get into the meat of this podcast okay. of 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 your story of becoming an actor. You know. Um, yes. So this is all I know. You're an actor. <laughs> that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Thanks for coming to the podcast, everyone. All right. All right that's the story. There you go. So let, let, let's start with the first question of why acting. Why 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 did you decide to get into why acting? acting? Uh, that is a good question. Um, I guess there's maybe a couple of answers, but okay. um, I remember like when I was young, when I was a kid, um, like seeing movies, you know, seeing TV shows, and I remember even at that age, kind of recognizing that, like, oh these people like get to like play these characters or play pretend yeah uh for you know their jobs yeah and i remember thinking that was really cool um and that stuck with me yeah um and um and also as i as i grew up you know i started to really get interested in in just stories and characters um and i mean part of that is Thanks to video games because yeah. the story is in video games. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, that was like definitely inspiring. Yeah. Um, but I'd say yeah, it was just it just always stuck with me as something fun, mm. um, okay. uh, and something that is just such a unique job mm-hmm. in my at least to me. Right. Um, so that stuck with me, and then I started taking acting classes and things, and oh. really got into it. Okay. How long have you been? In the field, you would say, um, coming up now? Um, let's see. As far as, like, officially, um, I would say, oh, what year was it? It was right after college. So I'm not including, like, education. Yeah. Uh, but I would say close to 20 years now. 20 years in the field of acting? Okay. Yeah. And that's... Would you, would you, are you accounting from like days that, okay, this is when I start going on auditions now, start doing things Yeah, like I mean, I'm kind of really... Uh, Speaking more into like I did acting in uh, high school and college, okay. but I'm I'm not really including that. Mm-hmm. I'm including um, kind of when I started going off and doing like independent films oh, okay, gotcha. and getting on on film sets. Got you, got you. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, more or less twenty twenty years ish years. Okay, uh, because I got like a a job to pay the bills, right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of summer job at first when I was out of college. Yeah. Um, and then um, just started putting feelers out yeah. and going on on auditions and right. getting experience in film sets. Nice, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. And um, when when it, when now or or in, in the past, how, how, did you, you you said you worked like independent films and stuff, mm-hmm. and then you started doing getting on film sets? Was this um, just you yourself, or did you sign on with an agency? Or yeah, agent or? Um, it was at first. It was just me, my myself. I'm originally from Texas, so gotcha. this was started off in Dallas. Okay. Um, so I just, you know, I had some people I knew who were already kind of in the industry. Kind of had a mentor right. um, who who kind of showed me, like, okay, this is kind of a good group to go to to find auditions right um so i got on to some just independent productions just myself yeah um and then i got an agent um uh in texas okay and that was all before i moved out to to california gotcha. to really like 
come to Hollywood yeah, yeah, yeah. and pursue We're, it out here. Pursue your dreams and film yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. And um, are you currently with an agency, or are you just kind of just by? Just yeah, I have an agent. I have an agent right now. Okay, nice. Um, uh, yeah. So um, I've I've had an agent. I mean, I've had a few different agents right, and right. managers, and mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of a evolving process, mm-hmm. and you got to kind of find the right fit. Right. Gotcha. Uh, because sometimes you know one agent may or may not work out. You yeah. kind of go to a different right. one. It's like a you you just yeah you right. just adjust and. Oh yeah, it's, it's interesting about agents because yeah, I always thought agents were like, here's all these projects where like you know what do you want to work on, mm-hmm. but like I know it's just like certain agents that like specialize in certain things, you know. Yeah. Um, like some some agents are just for commercials. Right. We get you. We're giving you audition for some are booking for other types of things and stuff right. like that. Um, when I was younger, like I, I was kind of in the same story of yours. When I was younger, that uh, acting was what I wanted to get into. Oh really? Yeah. So okay. I wanted I to be an that. actor when I was about 16, okay. 16 17. My parents were like, "No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah." Growing up in a Christian home, they're like, Are you, no, "That's that's that's a devil's place. You're not gonna." Yeah, yeah. and, and that, they're like, that's... "Like, it's just a it's just a little dream." Like, well, well when you get older, you're like, and I was like, "No, Dad, I want to be an actor." Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where um, it was funny because I we'd always hear on the radio, like, "Does your do you want to be on film and TV? You know, mm-hmm. come to this address, sign up for this, and audition today, and you can land an agent or a film role today. Who right. knows?" And then it'd always be like, I always beg my dad to take me to those. And my dad would be like, no, 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 please. Okay. So he would take me. And then there'd be like a bunch of kids in one room. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, all right, let's do this. And then we had to do some cold reads. Yep. Here's, here's, yeah. the, script, here's the scripts. All right. What's the cold read? Okay. Yeah. You have good charisma. I like your look. Um, so I want to sign you up for some classes. And then here's the price. My dad's like, whoa, no, we're going home. Yeah. There's, I, I remember experiencing some of that. Like, uh, there's a lot of, scam stuff yes too because yep. a lot of times people will prey on that yeah with people who are new oh yeah to the field of just being like oh well you got to pay to to play essentially yep, exactly um, yeah. and that's that's a big red flag like yep yep because like especially with like agents yeah they if they're ever charging you anything up front like that's big red flag because yep. they work on commission there's they don't get paid till gotcha. the actor gets paid yeah my, yeah Thanks, thanks, parents, for seeing that. Like, no, we're out of here. Right. Like, son, yeah, we're, yeah, sorry, yeah. son. We're not paying this for to get you into your classes and get you an agent to yeah. get you into auditions. I'm like, I'm like, no, what? The? <laughs> so I still pursued it though. Like, I still yeah. like, like in high school, I, I did theater, the mm-hmm. live theater. Um, college, I took theater classes. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of that. And so um, during like my senior year, college times, um, we met this um, this la- this lady that was starting uh, an acting school. In our in our in our city that when I lived oh, in this oh wow. and and there's there hasn't been like a, an acting school there's been like acting like areas but not like a school that I could like hey I want to take people and and teach them the ropes of acting maybe get them yeah notice or maybe like get them an agent um, her name was Tanya Tanya you're awesome you 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 made the man who I am now as <laughs> as charismatic as in learning how to do product placements and enunciation Ooh. of the things and stuff um, she was cool and uh, yeah I took classes for her for like three or four years, mm-hmm. she said, hey, there's a competition going on and winner is get signed on with an agent. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm like, ah, are you sure? He's like, no, no, like, you'd be great for it. Like, listen, we just got to get your monologue to memorize. Mm-hmm. You're going to do a monologue for them and then they're going to do some other, do some cold reads with you and then we're just going to see. But it's like a competition. So there's a bunch of kids coming from all over the place. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Now I'm like, I think I was like 17, 16, around this age. I get there. Kids everywhere, kids everywhere. I'm just like, oh man. But it was different because they rented out the hall, so like they had it was like a three day thing. Okay. So the first day they had us sit down and they did like kind of like a lesson of like 
what acting is and how the acting world is and mm-hmm. using your tools and what, what what to do and stuff. And they had like a couple actors and actresses there. I didn't recognize any of them because I was a kid. I was like, I'm like where's, where's Zac Efron? And, <laughs> you know, all these people. So anyway, but they were very inspirational. I was like, oh, snap, I can get into this. Second day, I was like, all right, we're going to do, uh, we're going to give you some lines for some shows that haven't premiered. At this time, I think it was like the show, for the Disney show, um, Sweet Life on Deck. Oh, like, yeah. So this is before it was coming out. So like we got some, we got some lines from that show. So I read some lines for them and yeah. they were like, they had like, I think three or four art uh, agencies there writing down notes and stuff. I'm like, all right. So I do my monologue and my monologue was, I, I don't know why I had this monologue because like, I think I was too young to have this monologue, but it was like of a guy who goes on a date with this girl and the girl said that she likes to preface men that are like, Manly and like of nature, like manly nature, like okay. like super strong manly nature. So my character was like, well, in order to prove that I was manly, I decided to think that Tarzan was manly. So I decided to show up on this date with nothing but a loincloth. And then <laughs> so then I had to explain this whole date of how I was like a manly gorilla and everything like stuff. I didn't understand at the time. I was just like that. And like the, the agents loved it. They're like, what in the world? They loved it. <laughs> and, Probably stood out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It stood out. So long story short, I ended up getting an agent. Uh, oh, I worked okay. with um, I, don't, I don't know who Abrams are. So you know who? Yes. Abrams? Yeah. So I ended up joining up with them. Okay. Um, they liked the fact that like, I spoke Spanish also. So uh-huh. they're like, oh, you're bilingual. I was like, yeah. Can you read this line in Spanish? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I read. It, they're like, oh yeah. I was like, okay. I didn't think of nothing of it. So ended up getting an agent. They held me out at the very end. They're like, hey, listen, like you were one of the top contenders, and Abrams wants to sign with you. Can you wow. come over here? And I was like, oh snap. My dad was like, what? Like he was there. He wasn't like, excited. He was like, he, I, oh, he's wow. Like, he's like, whoa, well, you got signed. Like, what? Wait, what? And so, like, yeah, they, we were all dumbfounded. We're like, what? Like, I just have an, I have an agent, guys. Like, I, <laughs> so anyway, they were called for auditions. So the only problem was is that we lived in Lancaster at the time, which is an hour drive. Oh, yeah. So they would call and be like, hey, we got an audition for you. Could you come? And you got to be. And now uh, you got to be at this time, this time. And I'm like, ah, that's an hour drive. And I wasn't driving at the time, so mm-hmm. I was making my mom. My mom, can you take me to this audition? Yeah, so she would drive us an hour there for like a five-minute audition. Yep. And, all right, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Uh, okay. Anything else? No, no, we're good. All right, bye. And we drive back. Hear nothing. All right, next hey, I got another audition for you. All right, got to drive all the way over there again. Another five minutes. All right, thank you so much. Have a good yep. day. To the point where mom's like, hey, honey, like, I can't be driving you this much, like, to, to auditions. Like, this is a lot. Like, this is an hour drive. And me, I was, this is the time when she's telling me this. I was in college now, mm-hmm. so I was just like, I think you're right, because I'm trying to like focus on my studies, but I can't be going on auditions yeah. like that. And so I told I told my agent, I'm like, hey man, like I, I, can't, I can't. Yeah, it's I just can't. not gonna work it's out. It's not gonna work out. I can't do it. And they're like, okay, thank you so much for like, your time, you know, blah blah blah, and you know, we'll part ways and let you go. I'm like, all right, cool. And that was my acting career. <laughs> that hey. was it. And um, yeah, you know what's funny though is that 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 wouldn't even be an issue today because it's all self tape now. You really? Yeah, there are no there. Except for some, you know, for the most part, the first auditions. Yeah. You do it. You do it like we're we're doing. You film really? it yourself. And send it in. Send it in. And if you hear something, you hear something. Yep. If not, really. Yep. Man, so ever since COVID, like uh, I, I I did in person auditions, but that, it was it was a thing still. Yeah. It was already starting to transition to self tape. Right. There was some, but once COVID hit. Like all that just shut down and it did not come back. Really, in person auditions, which People I have conflicted like, feelings about. 
that's a, that's another conversation but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, definitely you know um but it's interesting that yeah it was it's it a was, different world now yeah there you have it guys that was my acting life that i had i didn't on. know that that's cool yeah yeah it was yeah i said i i still enjoy it i enjoy yeah. more theater than I do. Yeah, films. I mean, I started in theater, so because I, I just love the, I love the rawness, mm-hmm. the the realness that there is no there is no multiple takes. It's yep. just there and there, and I enjoy it. I love like immersing myself. I think. Yeah, my, there's kind of a rush to it. Exactly. Yeah, the live, like the, the live feel, experience. Yeah, it's like you are this character. You're mm-hmm. in here. You're involved, and you're telling a story to a bunch of people that are came to see you live. Yeah. Um, with film, it's like you have the cameras, and then you have the actors, and you're yeah, and you have direction. multiple takes, and you know exactly. Yeah. So that, I, I gravitate more towards theater. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that was my little bit of a little side story of my of my acting career. Um, cool, Corey, tell me, tell me, are there any projects that you have out there that you would love to mention? Some that you don't yeah. want to mention? <laughs> <Some> <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of the stuff I've done, you wouldn't even know of because it's okay. independent. You know, right. it was maybe in festivals, that type of thing, but gotcha. didn't see like wide release. Yeah. I would say one of the biggest films I did was um, it was still when I was in Texas. Um, it was a very very uh, cheesy, um, I wouldn't even say B grade. It was, what's the lowest grade? Um, <laughs> like a D uh, grade? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was great experience. Yeah. Like it was like at the time I was, I, I had a blast doing it. Right. Um, but it's, it, it's a very cheesy film. Uh, it's actually a dinosaur film. It's called The Dinosaur Experiment. Really? Um, it was originally titled, and I wish they had kept this title. Um, it was originally called Raptor Ranch. Because, because it was supposed to be like, you know, Southern flavor, you know, oh, it takes place in Texas. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, you know, there's a mad scientist who's breeding uh, dinosaurs. There's a group of young, you know, uh, college age, you know, uh, uh, characters right. that, you know, their car breaks down and runs out of gas. And, and I'm like the nerd type, the intellectual uh, okay. one. My name's Sheldon. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> it was... Uh, us trying to survive dinosaurs. It's a feature-length film. Um, it's available. I think it's on Amazon. And no way. Really? Yeah, and it actually had distribution at the time. It like there were copies of it at Walmart and oh. um, in Redbox and really that type of thing. The um, dinosaur experience. The right? dinosaur experiment. Definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you should be able to Google it and find it. There, um, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm in. I'm in like. Uh, 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 I, well, I don't want to spoil anything, right, right. but I'm a major character. Okay, nice. Um, uh, did several several days on that film. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and w- a fun thing about that film that I probably will never work with again is that it was shot on 35 millimeter. Really? Um, yeah. So we were using actual film. That's old school. Yeah. Okay. Um, nice. So I mean, this was a while back right, when I was true, younger, true, but yeah. uh, for the like, di- digital age, I know. Yeah. yeah, but it was fun to to work with actual film because there'd be times where they'd have to, they'd run out of film. They'd have to change, yeah. uh, change it out. And, you know, uh, it was just, you could hear the whirring of the yeah. film going through the camera as we were oh, shooting. That is so cool. cool. That is so cool. Um, so there's that one. Okay. And then, uh, as far as more recent, uh, that I would say is the major thing that I've done is I worked at Warner brothers on an episode of the show Lucifer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so did it, it's a pretty pretty brief part. If you blink, you miss me type yeah. of thing. But I had a line on it um, oh, speaking nice. with with Lucifer. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, they have a, they had a whole soundstage. Okay, uh, okay, over there. So that was fun. Interesting. Did, did a, That's pretty fun. Did a day on that. Um, cool. So you, that was. Were you on set with the Bible? Like, I, I know, right? Reading my Bible like this is a wicked no, show. No, this it is a wicked was. Show. It, 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 you know, it, as a Christian, uh, you know, I. Um, 
I think when I was young, a younger Christian, I would have been a little more like weird about being on a show like that. Yeah. But uh, as I've kind of matured, um, I think it's like no Christians are 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 needed mm-hmm. in in that type of environment. Yeah, they are. Um, and you know, in my mind, I I just saw it as um, a sense of irony that oh God's funny. Like yeah, this was like my first major role yeah and like he's i mean god's in charge of yeah. satan like he's yeah, sure. like yeah. it's not like he it, i mean he has the power. show's gonna rule he supreme has, he, yeah, yeah, yeah he has authority over yeah right over, uh but um uh but no it was it was but it was also a good reminder of that i want this career to not be about me right um because it's easy to get caught up in like the glitz and glamour of like yeah. oh you have cameras on you and like the celebrity of it um and uh i've i've prayed before that like god please don't make this about yeah me i want this to be done the right way like, yeah. um and have a sense of humility about it mm-hmm. and um like again an ironic funny thing about the lucifer experience was i was like really excited about it and then i found out that it was a scene in a masquerade like the scene was a masquerade oh. sequence so we were all wearing masks so you can't even see my face in yeah it. and i was at first i was like oh man and then i i remembered like oh yeah it's not about me yeah. <laughs> about me oh, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> but so uh but it, but it was cool. Like I, yeah. I got a credit in it. Like you nice. have my name in the in sequence. That's and, so cool. Um, so that was that was fun. Okay. Uh, so that's stuff I've done, uh, in done in the past. And there's been other things uh, that I've done. Got um, you. You could find me on IMDb. There you go. All yeah. that. Uh, look them up, guys. Look them up. Different credits and stuff. So. Interesting. Is there any uh, future projects that you're excited to work about that you yeah. maybe can like sneak peek? Show yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. somewhere like that. No, there's Stay a there, there's a future one that's. Uh, pretty much i think finished uh in post-production um i've worked with this director before this guy named named adam uh adam villasenor and um he's got a and th- this has been uh in some industry articles about the, the this movie it's it's called yesteryear um yesteryear yeah um i don't know if that's gonna be the final title or right. or, or or if it's the, just the a name working sounds title familiar. I feel like I've but um it's uh it's a feature, um, and it's kind of like, s- kind of set during COVID. Um, I haven't seen the whole film or, right. or anything, so I can't speak too much to it. But I do have um, uh, a couple scenes in that, oh, and nice. um, uh, it's got a number of people in it. Um, uh, it stars Corianka Kilcher. Um, she's she's been in some different things. Um, mm. uh, so. Um, yeah, it's um, uh, I'm excited for it because yeah. I feel like it, it. It's he always does brilliant work, right. and um, I know he's been slaving away at, at yeah. this uh, for quite a while. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I'm sure it's going to be something special. Interesting. Um. And you know, it's it had a few industry articles on it, like I mentioned, like the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, um, I feel like I've heard that name before. And I might have scrolled it by somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So it's had a few, uh, a few things buzzing about it. Um. So I'm hoping that it ends up somewhere. Like I think it would be amazing if it could end up like in a theatrical release. Yeah, that, that would be cool. That would um, be cool. But I'm I'm pretty confident it'll at least end up somewhere. Sundance. You know, sh- uh, who knows? I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. Um, because uh, he's had he's had some stuff previous films in mm-hmm. like um, in uh, things like like Sundance and yeah yeah okay. Uh, 
I don't know if that one was in Sundance, but in in, in different. Some of his projects have been there. Okay. Yeah, been been in been in different gotcha. festivals. Have you done any work project works behind the camera? Have you worked behind the camera? I or? have done some. Okay. Um, I uh, several years back, I did some producing work. Oh, okay. Um, at, like on a web series and oh, nice. um, so which I was in, I kind of did you know you one of those multiple, multiple hats. Uh, yeah. uh, there's a, a a good friend of mine. Um, Osoque Vasquez, um, uh, you know, he, he's a writer, director, and, you know, we've worked closely together Mm -hmm. on, on different things. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so did some producing work with him. Um, uh, yeah. What's, uh, what would you say is a movie that's inspirational to you that kind of like motivates you to like, that you take into like account, like this is a movie that I gravitate towards more because like I love the acting in this movie mm-hmm. and like I like I take inspiration from this movie and I this is like mm. my, your one movie your top movie that you love so much oh top movie oof okay um I would say I can I can give you a few it's hard to pick just like yeah. a favorite or um I'm definitely and this is kind of the nerd in me too yeah I love um The Matrix yes um except the fourth one right yeah, the the yeah that one was weak to me. Like, I, like honestly, people like like, I, I there there are there are issues with the second and third one, but honestly, yeah. I love the whole first yes. trilogy. Same. Um, I was disappointed with with Resurrections. Yep. Um, yep. So I, 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 I felt, was like, I felt like that was. I, was um, like, I I mean I granted I've only seen it once. I saw it in yeah. the theater. I, I so I'd like to go back and watch again. Maybe yeah, yeah. I'll, Maybe I'll see something different, but. Um, but yeah, the the Matrix movies uh, I really inspirational to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love those movies. Mr. Anderson, on, and, uh, yeah. yes, yes. And I'm kind of a uh, uh, talk to talk to my wife uh, like I have like a man crush on Keanu. Like Keanu's I love Keanu all man. Like John he's Wick movies. John all that. Wick, yes, um, yes. Anyway, he's the, he's the goat. I, that that would be a, a he's kind of a uh, actor I want to work with. Oh, yeah, like that would be uh, kind of a. I heard he's a great guy. Yeah, he's no, it's guy. super friendly. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're definitely inspirational on just uh, speaking to the nerd part of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love the sci-fi and, mm-hmm. the, and the and the fighting and yep. and choreography. Um, and choreography. Yeah. It's just beautifully put together. But also like the story of just it's very philosophical. Mm-hmm. It gets into spirituality and mm-hmm. like it's a very redemptive yeah. type of narrative. Um, and uh, I, I love anything that touches on that mm-hmm. of just like speaking to bigger. Yeah. bigger issues um and kind of like what is the meaning of life and yeah. like how you view reality yep. and like and and all that what is the matrix uh, right yeah. exactly um and, <laughs> and just like <laughs> you just can't do i love quoting him he's like i know kung fu yeah yeah show me but i'd say some other movies that have been inspirational um this is another one i haven't watched in a while but uh i don't know if you've ever seen eternal sunshine of the spotless mind with jim carrey Brilliant Saw it movie. Once, a long time ago. Yeah, and like an example of obviously Jim Carrey had his big comedy, but like he's a really mm. good actor. Like, and that he's was a, good a big series, yeah. dramatic yeah. Uh, turn for him. Um, that one was really inspirational. Just, uh, just the cinematography and yeah. playing with with you know memory and kind of like uh, it's like a love story of like where he's wanting to erase certain parts of mm-hmm. of his memories, mm-hmm. but then as that's being erased, he realizes that. No, he wants mm-hmm. even the bro- even the the Broken. hard memories. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to forget. Yeah. So it's like he's he's trying to yep, to yep. remember. Yep. Um, and um, I definitely am a fan of Christopher Nolan. 
Okay. Um, I some some movies more than others, but I really appreciate Inception. Inception's um, a great one. Uh, of just like the idea of going into the mind and the different layers yep. of the dreams, the dream world, yeah. Um, and how that's portrayed, like, mm-hmm. um, it, that was a great one. That was a brilliant one. Yeah, like, and just, and I don't know, it's just some of the sequences in that are just ridiculous. They're wild, yeah. Um, uh, and then. A, uh, a big one of uh, Christopher Nolan's that I really like, too, is um, uh, Interstellar. Interstellar, um, okay. That's yeah, because that, that's an interesting one. Because Super it's, trippy. It's sci-fi, um, and so there's a lot of science in it, but there's also, um, like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a really cool father-daughter Mm-hmm. Um, story, yeah. which I thought was really like emotional, yeah. of like how he has to leave his daughter mm-hmm. to it's like go on this mission to save humanity, mm-hmm. and then he loses all this time mm-hmm. um, with uh, you know, yeah. and he misses like her whole life. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's been out for it's a while. It's been out for a while. <laughs> it's been out for um, uh, so, like, I just really and and the score. Uh, the music and that, that is piano just diddle? with with yeah. it does like Hans Zimmer put together an amazing score yeah of um just very um like the organ yeah sound uh in in, in the theme throughout that mm-hmm. so that I'm sure I could keep going yeah um, main list but there the those are some, some ones movies. that come to mind what's a movie that you can just quote left and right like from beginning to the very end it's a movie that you just it's just a movie that you just you just quote like when people watch this movie, they get annoyed with you because you're just quoting everything. Oh, um, hmm. I'm sure there's a few. Okay. Matrix is probably one of them. Okay. Um, but I'm also good. Uh, I'm also a fan. of <laughs> Something like 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 early Adam Sandler. Oh, like okay. Happy Gilmore, Billy oh, Madison. Yeah, <laughs> those movies are great. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like ha- Happy Gilmore, and unfortunately, uh, Carl Weathers just yes, passed yes, away. Yes, R.I.P. Carl Weathers. Um, and he was, he, a great was actor. he was great in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, when he's like he, he crocodile bit my hand. <laughs> yeah, Jam Alligator bit my hand off. <laughs> and uh, Adam Sandler's like, Oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> so what are you doing? He's like, There's 360 days left till hockey season. I got to come yeah, on, he, get hit with the. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Cut that out. You're making me sick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that won't hurt a little, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably one because I've seen that movie so many times. Yeah. Um, I love that one too. Yeah. Billy Madison, I watched Billy Madison. To death. All of yeah. the other one. It's like, don't ever say that. <laughs> don't I ever say that. Can't, I wish I can't wait to go to high school. Don't stay <laughs> here as long as you can. I'm like, poor kid. He's shaking that kid's face. He's gonna rip it off. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then when they're playing dodgeball, he's like, now you're all in big. Trouble. But for now, I got to study. Yeah. Or no, that was the uh, O'Doyle rules. Yeah, O'Doyle, O'Doyle, I have a, I have a feeling your whole family's going down. But for now, I got to study. Gotta study. Yeah, that one was so fun. He's like, I love that. I love early on Adam Sound movies. His newer stuff. Um, yeah, I'm not as big a fan. Uh, uh, but yeah, is already uh, uh, Mr. Deeds was fun. <laughs> one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was perfect. That was good. I like. I loved Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds was funny. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines from that one is when um, they're in his hometown and he's like showing the, the his. His uncle's like uh, business associates around, mm-hmm. and and he goes up to uh, Steve Buscemi, and he's like, "Hey, these are my uncle's friends." He's like, "I don't like them." <laughs> oh, okay, all right, then. I don't like them. He's like, "All right," then. And he walks away. Oh, that's funny. That was a funny. Uh, Steve Buscemi was funny that one. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Adam Sandler ones. Yeah, a movie I can quote all day yeah. is Nacho Libre. Oh, Nacho that's, Libre. Uh, me and my wife quote that all the time. We know every single line. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, yeah. people get annoyed with us because we always quote that line. I can't quote that one as well, but I've seen it a few times. It that is, one's it a, is funny. A favorite one. I can quote a lot of Lord of the Rings yes. trilogies. I can quote all of those. Uh, so, coming to your coming a little bit coming up with the conclusion here with the, with the podcast before we get to the questions here. Sure. Um, the uh, so your future with with acting stuff yes. like that. Um, what do you what do you where will you see yourself going future wise here? I mean, I'm pretty sure. The number one answer would be like, I want a lead role on the next right. theatrical release that comes out. Right, right. I want to work next to DiCaprio mm-hmm. and, and work with Scorsese and you know all these people. Yeah. Um, but what's like a, a dream, like a next, like maybe like an achievement that you want to achieve maybe in the next two, three years or something like that that you can kind of get into? You know, um, I mean, outside of some crazy big role landing in my lap, um, which could happen, you never know. Um, I think... You know, I've definitely, I mentioned this at the beginning, uh, I'm wanting to lean more into voiceover. Yeah. And I think a dream job for me would be getting into voiceover for, like, video games. Yeah. Okay. Um, I took a, um, a performance capture workshop yeah. uh, with a casting director who, who does a bunch of video games. Um, and that went over really well. And uh, they, they were actually very complimentary and like, hey, you should be doing voice acting yeah um if you're not and i'm like awesome uh, who me uh, yeah <laughs> um and performance captures interesting uh, with video games because they're doing more of that with video games okay, where yeah. yeah where you get to to you know you wear the suit or whatever and, yeah and you get to do like a whole scene like like yeah. like you are doing an on-camera thing mm-hmm. um but it's getting translated into the video game into, into the video game animation and um so I would love to get into that. Yeah. Um, I, a dream guy that I want to work with, and if somehow you hear this, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Uh, uh, Hideo Kojima. Oh, Hideo um, Kojima, yes. Uh, Metal Gear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. If I, could, if I could work with him, because uh, I think he has a, a, a studio here in, in Does he? Los Angeles. Kojima Productions? Yeah, Kojima Productions. Really? He has a, a division of it here. Oh, okay, like okay. Uh, There's the Japanese office. Right, right. But... Um, Man, like, I would love to 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 get more into gaming and yeah. and voiceover because oh. like that that would be the merging of like two passions of mine yeah acting and, and video games yeah. um so and that's what that's Hidel right Hidel like, loves making like games that are like cinematic yeah and that's why yeah. I love I love his games yeah um, oh man his games are because great. like it's so narrative mm-hmm. uh, and they're so unique they're, yes they're, like like Death Stranding was yeah Walking Simulator. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very, but I strangely enjoyed it. Yeah, like you don't think that something like that, where you're just carrying a courier, these, yeah. like making these deliveries, Norman yeah. Reedus c- carrying items across mm-hmm. this landscape, yeah. but somehow it's like a weird, yeah, um, uh, oh, man. It, like it, I, I yeah. think some people enjoyed it, some people didn't, but yeah. like I, I was like. This is weird, and I strangely like it. I'm digging it, yeah. But um, but yeah, that that's essentially the answer to what Voice I would I, okay. th- like. I'd like to lean more into that, in addition to doing live action stuff. But yeah. um, uh, doing more in the video game world and voiceover, mm-hmm. you know, in general. Got you. Uh, Interesting. Because I've done it. I've done some of it. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of work in anime. Yeah. Um, Oh, nice. um, yeah, like brief, yeah. like like an hour in the booth okay. uh, for Funimation at the time. It's Crunchyroll now. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, uh, well, it's still fun to make. They just well, owned. Oh yeah, owned by right. Yeah. yeah, but it was at the time. Yeah, yeah, because um, they're based, I think, still in in Texas. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, just trying to get more of that. Get yeah. to that. Yeah, 
Hey, man, I, I mean, I think you will. So this is perfect for it, a there, podcast. There you go. There, here's your reel for you there for you, that. You hey, hey, there you go. Hey, Bethesda and uh, Insomniac and... I know, uh, like all the video game you know, yeah, all developers. The, Rockstar and everybody. Uh, I got your boy right here. You're listen next, you're listen next to this silky smooth voice. Exactly. Yes. There you go. And then if you ever meet Sam Witter, please send him my way because I love that man. Oh, that guy's great. I yeah. love that guy. He's he's a man. I just he did the voice of uh, Forest Unleashed, right? Yes, he was Starkiller. And, uh, and he was in Battlestar Galactica. He was also in. Uh, he was the voice of Darth Maul. Yes, yeah, he's he's the, been around. Yeah, he's he's a big nerd. He's a big Star Wars nerd. Yeah, huge Star Wars nerd. No, he he's knows great. Stuff. And I'm like, man, if I can get Sam Witter, if you ever watch this, please come on my podcast, bro. I'd love to just nerd out. Yeah, with you. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Let's to do nerd. it. Let's and do if it. you Sam. meet him, yeah, Sam, yeah, come on, come on over, bro. Come on over. I'll tag you like six thousand times on this podcast <laughs> until you see it. Because I love to like nerd out with you about Star Wars, and you know. And like he does a great Palpatine voice, you know, execute orders. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh man, like he does do a great. It. Yeah, do it now, not from a Jedi. You know, <laughs> like he does a lot of a lot of lot of. He's he's peak. I'd love to have him on there, but I feel like you might meet him first. So you know, go ahead, send him my way. Whenever okay, you, whenever I'll keep you, that in mind. When you bump bump shoulders with him, like, yeah, oh, I'll be like man. Sam. You gotta meet my meet my boy Vic. I know a guy, and I know a podcast. Yeah, that I'd love to have you on here. So, uh, but Cody, thank you so much for sharing your story. I've never yeah. heard your story before, and it's. Awesome to see that. I'm, I'm gonna look for uh, the dinosaur experience. I'm gonna watch that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna critique it. And then, and then, and, and please I'm do. have you on here and be like, listen, man, <laughs> let, let's see some flaws that you did here. <laughs> but you're like, uh, you know, much younger Cody yeah, exactly. in this film. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, and then I'm looking forward to your future. See, I, I, I think Boys Over would be great for you. you. You do a good job on that and stuff like yeah. that. And then, you know, um, it just means more free games in my way. No, I'm just joking. Hey, yeah, <laughs> no. I, yeah, again, thank you so much, guys, for, uh, oh, guys, and you, uh, Cody, for, for uh, joining us. Yes. Um, so we do have some questions. Yes. So, Let's get into the questions. Guys, we have been saying that you guys can submit your questions in, and um, we'll answer them on the podcast um, right here off the fly. Um, usually my wife is kind of is gone for this episode, so I have to, I had to look at these questions, guys, sorry. Um, but we're going to answer these questions. I don't questions. know what they are, though. Cody doesn't know what it is, so he's going to go off the fly of, of what these are. I'm, I, I'm dreading some of these questions. Uh, but you guys, uh, we put out on social media, as we've been saying on the episodes, you know, send us your questions and we'll answer them. So this is the episode that for some of these questions that were uh, submitted. But uh, feel free, again, if you want to ask any other questions, submit some questions. We'll put all our information on the description. And, uh, yeah, we'll answer them on your next podcast. We won't say who it's from, but we'll just say the questions and stuff like that. So I have you here the questions. I have back here to write them down. All right. Um, let's see what they are. Yeah, let's go with um, something that some of these questions are more relevant towards the podcast. So okay. one of them is, do you feel like uh, video games have become stagnant? Become stagnant. Video games bottom. have become stagnant. Per oh, you you want to go first? Uh, well, or? I mean, I feel like that's a good question. Yes and no. I mm. think some. I've I've seen a lot of misses on video games because mm-hmm. they're just kind of following the same formula, and mm-hmm. I, I, a good example is um, I've seen a lot of games trying to be like Dark Souls. Mm. Ever since Elden Ring came out and everyone loved Elden Ring Raven Rod, and they're seeing how the, the popularity of one game of the year and everyone's yep. you know they love the Dark the Dark Souls I, type of game. I have Elden Ring. I have yet to dive into it. Just I, I played. It, like I know it's a beast. It is a, a big beast of a game. Yeah, and it's hard. It's, it's a bit hard. Not as hard as the Dark Souls games that I've played. But it's it's up there in difficulty. Yeah. But um, it's yes or no for me on that one because I feel like a lot of games are trying to copy formulas from other games, and it's like we've seen this before. We've seen this original. Um, a game that I feel like is kind of sticking out from the mold is a game called Lethal Company. Mm. Um, it's a horror game, but okay. it's like a, it's like I think it's like one guy made this game. Oh wow! And like it just blew up because it, it was original. It was something new, no one's done it before. 
And uh, the premise of the game, guys, is um, you work for this company that you're you're sent to these planets to retrieve goods, junk, whatever to sell to to the company. You don't mm-hmm. know what the company is; it's just called the company. So you land on these land on these planets, but you literally you go into these like um, buildings and stuff and try to look for things, but you don't know that there's like monstrosities in these buildings. <laughs> you don't know what they are. The different types of monsters, and you don't know what's going on. So you're going in there, and the they have. I think this is probably one of the best like. Um, voice proximity like uh, proximity voices mm-hmm. um, implemented in this game because like the further away you are the further I sound, the further I sound. Oh, the closer you okay. get I'm here if you're on my left you're here on my left yep. you're right or if like some, like a creature grabs you and like covers your mouth you're just, like you can't you, as much as you're talking you're mm-hmm. muffled and so um, you have a lot of those and then and then if one guy's in command center, you can't hear anything unless mm-hmm. you have a walkie. And you got to use the walkie and talk to somebody. And then you hear, oh, yeah, I'm over here, section B. Open up the door. And the guy's opening up doors. And, you know, huh. you know. so and you have all these creatures. I won't say what they are because if you haven't played it, like, I would go check it out. But it's the original. Lethal like, Company? Lethal Company. It's, it's, okay. it's like very, it's a graphics aren't that great. It's like a, a low, low budget game. But, I mean, it blew up. Everyone's playing. Everyone loves playing. I play with the sad boys. I love playing it. Um, it's a Great game, great nice. game, fun to play. Scary game, very scary. Okay, because it's like you don't know what's happening. Um, you have zero dollars to your name, and you're trying to mm-hmm. make money so you can buy more items. Um, and so like you go in there in the dark with like no flashlight, and you're just walking around trying to figure out how, yeah. how to do things, and you just see some some creature that like stalks you in the night, and you'd be talking with your friend, and also like yeah, here, and then you turn around, and he's gone. And you're like, well, what happened? Yeah, and you can't, and once you're dead, you can't talk mm. until I, until the until the round ends. So. Um, Long-winded answer to say, I think, yes and no. Yes. Um, a lot of games are trying to copy from other games. I don't know if you have anything to add. or if you've Yeah, played. I mean, I'm, I have a similar opinion. I, I do think, with, just with any media form, I think you see that where, you know, you do have copycats and things that certain games yeah. aren't really trying new, new concepts. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I look at, again, what Hideo Kojima is doing mm-hmm. and um, some other game developers that like I feel that they do kind of start to push boundaries mm-hmm. and and games are doing some really interesting things yeah with storytelling and with um, just kind of using new techniques and, and yeah. using the technology in different yeah. forms yeah definitely um, so yeah. I so yeah I mean I, I wouldn't say it's it's stagnant Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's still growth. Yeah, of course. That, yeah, uh, just, just like anything, it's always expanding. The video game yeah. industry is always expanding. Um, <laughs> this this question was, what's the episode about? Uh, this episode's about Cody and his and his career. Hey, so, there you go. Easy question. There you go. Done. It's about me. It's about him <laughs> no. and his life and everything. Okay. <laughs> so um, next one is, what is your best racing game you've played? Best um, racing game. Yeah, racing Ooh. game. That's a lot, because I really do enjoy a good racing game, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not a big fan of them. I don't play it. I don't gravitate Same. towards them. Yeah. I think the best one that I've enjoyed played and I've completed fully through would be uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Oh, okay. Yeah, I the, played that the way 360, back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for the Xbox, Xbox One or, or the original Xbox. Um, I enjoyed that game. That game was fun. I played it through uh, with my brother and I. We always played it together, customizing your cars mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. That's to my extent. I haven't really played. I don't really, I'm not a big fan of Forza. Um or um, the, the other type of racing uh, or Gran Turismo. I'm not not a big. Yeah, the more simulation. Yeah, I'm not not that big of a of a racing game kind. You know, like the Need for Speed games, the earlier Need for Speed, like Underground One and Two, and so like I really enjoyed those because it was like yeah. street racing and converting your cars and adding nitrous yeah. and stuff. Because I felt like I was like in Fast and Furious. Yeah, you know. 
Um, Ooh, yeah. I got a good one. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a deep dive on this because uh, I feel like this is something that probably was easily missed when it came out. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Pod Racer. Do you remember that? The that, one f- the, yeah, yeah. We, that the, came uh, from, uh, I think it was on N64. The, but it was a, the phone, also the, the arcade one. There is an arcade version, yes. but there was. I'm I'm more speaking to the console, the console one. ones. Yeah, I remember playing the arcade ones more than the console. I I played the console one. Yeah, I remember. For, yeah, I remember thinking those were pretty fun. Those like were that, fun. Like yes. not not like the best in the world. Yeah. Um, but like uh, that's what my mind would go to. The racing games. Um, it is yeah, a racing game. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time with that. Um, and actually, I did spend. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but yeah. there was a period where I was more into, like, I was playing Gran Turismo 3. Gran Turismo, okay. I think it was 3 um, on console. So. Okay. Um, next one is, uh, are the Sad Boys going to be back on the podcast? And if you don't know who the Sad Boys are, Sad Boys consist of uh, two buddies of mine, okay. Scott and Omar and me. We created the Sad Boys. The Sad it's like, Boys. It's like our gaming group. Oh, okay. Um, every Thursday and Friday, we always get together. We play online. We're oh, nice. We're playing like Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, um, man. We're playing a bunch. If you're, if you're ever online, bro, come join us. Yeah. We love, we love playing. Um, uh, but yeah, we, we play a lot of uh, online games together. Yeah. So, and we call ourselves the Sad Boys. The Sad Boys. Because everything happens. Everything sad happens to us <laughs> in these games. And stuff, so it's like, oh, man, that's just sad. Um, but to answer the question, yes, they will be on. Um, again, we'll have them back on to, uh, for another episode that we can talk about more gaming stuff. Um, but we're also working on some projects, side projects um, with the Sad Boys um, that I'm very excited to, to do. Um, we're just kind of getting the kinks and things out, uh, out of the way so we can get focused on doing that. That one's going to be a fun. One. That one's going to be more um, the real Sad Boys, not like podcasting, you know, like yeah. formal. This is like this is just us loose playing video games and nice. roasting each other kind of, kind of Sad Boys. So... Very soon, very soon, guys. Uh, we'll have some stuff coming out for you guys there. But uh, thank you for that question. All right, here come the last two questions, which I, I don't like. But uh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. All right. So this question is, how do you feel about Taylor Swift finally putting football on the map? <laughs> oh, man. When I you, read do that. You, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, go ahead, man. Cause I, I just, I'm just, you got you to process it. Yeah, for... I got to process how I'm going to destroy this person's um, question. Well, I'm probably not the best one to answer this question um, because... I don't. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I mean, I like. I recognize that she she has talent and that she yeah. she's done a lot in, of in music. And yeah. I'm not bashing her or anything. I just don't really. It's just not my thing. Yeah. And honestly, uh, and I know this is weird. Me being from Texas and Dallas, I don't really care about football. Yeah. So Texas are like. <laughs> So I know, like, it's just not for me. Um, I've just been more of the I'm into the arts and gaming type of stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, how do I feel about her putting football on the map? I I'm a I'm just a little over all the me- media coverage yeah. with with yeah. her because she is just a human being. Yeah. Like I don't under- I really don't understand the, the fascination yeah. with like. Like it's like a worship level of like, oh my gosh, what yes. is she doing? Yes, I always joke about like I don't, I don't like you know I hate her. I hate Taylor. Swift. I don't hate her. She's got she's she's talented. She's very talented. I mean, yeah. she's won four Grammys for yeah. a reason. You know, um, her music. I mean, as a musician, I do like her her country style because I just like the sounds of the guitars and the drums and stuff like that. I'm not really paying attention to their lyrics because they don't really relate to me at all. Yeah. Um, but I mean. 
No, she didn't put football on the map, obviously. I mean, like I said, you're right. She's just a person. She's just trying to live her life. Yes, she's dating one of a, one, a football star. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, there's a bunch of us celebrities to do the same thing. And yeah. they're not being getting the same coverage as, you know, she is. And so... Um, just because she's, she's, she's a popular draw. Yeah. That's, exactly. That's what it is. So. I, yeah, and NFL saw that and started capitalizing on it. And so yeah. I'm just like, I'm over it. Like, she, I'm with you. I'm, I'm yeah. over it. I'm just... Um, yeah, thanks for that question. You know who you are. You know who you, <laughs> you are. You know who you are. All right, here's the last question, which, I mean, again, another one is, who is the greatest musician of all time, and why is your answer Taylor Swift? Oh, wow, they answered for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I guess my favorite musician of all time is Taylor Swift. I did not oh, know yeah. that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, great. Well, that ends well, this podcast, how, I guess. How do you, well, uh, okay, I guess, like, since it's clear Taylor Swift is not your answer, what would no. be your personal so, favorite? I'm, I'm not a very big like single singular musician type of person mm-hmm. guy. I like bands. Yeah, I, I like bands. I'm not a big like you know. I like John Mayer. You know, like it's like I mean he's a great guitar player. Mm-hmm. But I, I like bands because of my musician side. Yeah, I love instruments. I love how people find creative ways to do this guitar solo or play this mm-hmm. riff or do this drums. Um, and so um, for me, my favorite band, not musician, favorite band would be. Um, 2002 to 2000 and oh, a certain time frame. Yeah, seven <laughs> yeah. of Paramore. Um, oh, okay, I enjoy Paramore be- mm-hmm. mainly because I loved the uh, Josh Farrell and Zach Farrell, the brothers. Mm-hmm. One was the drummer, one was the guitarist. Um, were the reasons why I got into drumming and playing guitar. Oh, so Zach nice. Farrell, he was the drummer of, of Paramore. Um, I just loved his drumming style. I loved his sound of his drums and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I want to do that. I want to play drums. Mm-hmm. And so I got the reason I got into drumming was because of him. And that's when I first heard their first album. Um, All We Know, I think it came out 2004, I might be butchering okay. the year, but around those time, early 2000s, um, I heard his drumming style, I'm like, I want to play drums. And I told my dad, and my dad's like, what? You want to play drums? And I'm yeah. like, yes. He's like, you're uh, in in the house? I'm like, yeah. yeah. And so he's like, oh, <laughs> okay. okay. And so, um, yeah, I played drums for, yeah, and I've been playing for like about almost 17, 18 years of drumming. And then guitar playing came out later, but I was like... I wanted. I loved how Josh played his guitar. He played really well. Josh Farrell, you're awesome, man. Thank you so much. And Zach, thank you guys for for inspiring me. Come on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fly all the way over here from Nashville. And come <laughs> over. Here. Well, I don't think Zach. Zach's still with Paramore right now. They're out and about doing things. So it might be hard to get him. You never know. Uh, but Zach, if you ever listen to this, bro, come on over. I bring Haley Williams too. That'd be cool to interview them. Really, <laughs> they're 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 cool. Uh, but Josh, for sure. Yeah, Josh would be awesome to talk to. Um, but yeah. Taylor Swift, not my not my favorite musician. Thank you for answering wrong on that question for you. But uh, do you, do you think you have a what your yeah? It's, it's definitely not Taylor Taylor Swift. Um, I I think I would have a couple of bands. I'm kind of like you bands. Okay. Um, one that's just really resonated with me, and I feel like people either love them or hate, <laughs> hate them. Uh, is uh, Coldplay. Coldplay, okay. Yeah. Um, more their earlier stuff. Okay. Um, their their more recent stuff has has. Not quite as much my style. I still track yeah. with them, um, but they're a little more poppy. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I, I definitely appreciate more of their their earlier. It yeah. just seemed simpler, okay, to me. And just the the it it just I don't know. It's always felt very redemptive, and like just spoke to me yeah. in in terms of their style. Okay. Um, and uh, another group that probably uh, definitely not as popular. Um, uh, it's a uh, band called Blue October. Um, Blue October. I don't know. Yeah, I they're not. They're not as well known. Yeah. Um, uh, 
the singer, uh, lead singer, his name's Justin Furstenfeld. Um, he, uh, I really appreciate his music because he's very vulnerable with like where he's at in life. Mm. And so you'll track like across his albums, like where he is, whether he's really? doing good or bad or everything in between. Um, he's got a story of um, struggles with mental health and, oh, and like wow. drug addiction and okay. stuff. And I, I have a whole story of mental health struggles for me personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've really appreciated some of like his lyrics and, oh. and that he's really open about that. Okay. I've actually been to some of his shows. I've spoken to him. Oh, yeah. Nice. I had so cool. like a little meet and greet, and like we were we were like, hey, I have this struggle. You have this struggle too. And like, all right. Yeah. Um. So it's just been uh, kind of uh, yeah. cool, and he, he busts out a lot of music. It seems yeah, like yeah, every yeah. couple of years they have another album. I feel like um, I might have heard their songs, just not knowing that it was them. Yeah. Blotober. So, um, yeah. Blowtober. Okay. Well, that was all the questions. Yes. Um, thank you so much for uh, answering those questions. Those two other last questions. Yeah. Um, let's not ask those anymore, okay? <laughs> let's not ask them. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that if I, once I put the post up again for asking huh. more, I'm No more Taylor more. Swift questions. I know. They're, no, uh, I'm, done, I'm done with that. I'm, I'm done with the, but they're going to pop up again and again. I know. Because. I know the people that ask them, and the people that ask them, they know they like to troll me about that, and they're going to keep asking those questions. Right. But it's okay. And I'll keep answering you, those questions. you got to answer the questions. And it'll still be the same answer every time <laughs> as, the last, as the last episode. Um, but thank you again for joining yeah, us. Thanks it for was having me. It was fun. Um, yeah. Um, is there anywhere they can find you um, that you want to, anything you want to uh, plug in? Yeah, no, I would say just uh, search me on IMDb. Okay. Because um, uh, there's like a whole algorithm on there that yeah. affects like a, a meter thing so okay. uh, feel free to visit that um, and I'm on social media so you can find me at okay. Cody Vaughn okay. um, like on Facebook Instagram yeah. I'll, Cody, put a, I'll put all those links Cody Vaughn 25 uh, on Instagram, Instagram? so okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not super active on social media, but yeah. I'm I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you can find me. You can find yourself. Oh yeah, watch your number cut go up. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, definitely. I'll put all the links to your IMDb and everything on under the description. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, like can that. Get, I can get you. And um, yeah, go go ahead, check out some of his works that he's mentioned. The uh, the dinosaur experience. Uh, experiment. Experiment. The yeah, dinosaur, dinosaur experiment. experiment. Check that out. I'll, I'll check that out with you guys. <laughs> uh, we can talk about it. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the future. Yes. Again, Bethesda and all those uh, gaming companies. We got, we got, we got you. We got you. You're the lead, all right? You got a rising actor. Red Dead, Red Dead, ready to work for Red Dead you. Three. Here we go. Here we go. Red Dead Three. Oh here my go. goodness, oh, you that'd and, be a dream. You and Thomas, right there, both of you guys working, yes. working on Red Dead Three, um, or the next Bethesda game, whatever you know that comes out. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah. Thank you again so much. Thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you want to see more content. But again, thank you guys so much for watching. Y nos vemos para la próxima.